Welcome to What's Up in Jeju, where I visit places around the island and talk about what's happening with Hashtag Daily K's host, Peter Bint. Today we're going to make a visit to a five-day traditional market. Have you ever heard of a five-day traditional market? I love the five-day yeah. traditional markets. Uh, I love them. They're great. Yeah, I love just traditional markets, period. But first, what is a five-day market and why is it called that? It's because these markets actually are only open once every five days or about every five days because it depends on the date. For example, if it's a 2-7 market, that means it's open only on days that end with a 2 or a 7. So like the 2nd, the 7th, the 12th, the 17th, and so on, so forth. Today's visit will be to the one in Jeju City. This is the one that's right next to the airport. I had the opportunity to interview the current president of the Jeju City five-day market. His name is Mr. Park Geun-hyung. Before we had all of the large big box retailers come in uh, to Korea or to the island, buying and selling crops and wares were done at these local markets made up of local sellers. And it's said that this type of commerce actually dates back to the Joseon period, but the official... Jeju Shimin Sok Oil Shijang, which is the Jeju City traditional five day market, is the first of its kind in Jeju, was officially started in 1905. Currently, there are about 10 traditional five day markets on the island. And I was surprised to learn actually that the second biggest one, uh, the second biggest oil jang on the island, started only in 1995, so like not even 30 years ago in Seogipo. This is not to say wow. that. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm still on that delay. (laughs) Um, So this is not to say that this type of market didn't exist prior to 1905 or 1995. It just means that that's when it was officially adopted by the government as a government entity. So now it belongs to the government. It's under the umbrella of the government. But prior to that, it was it was just a normal part of Jeju culture. Uh, these these local markets that um, that were held by local sellers, and I have a video clip of Mr. Park telling us why uh, these markets were so important to the culture um, today, also, but a lot so in the in the past. All right, well, let's go ahead and get that clip up. It's the current president of the Jeju City Five Day Market, Mr. Park. 오일 시장이라는 게 동네 제주도에가 읍면 단위마다 큰 데는 두 군데도 있었어요. 그러면은 이렇게 동네 사람들이 어우러져 가지고 하면 물물교환식으로 시장이 형성돼. 우리 어렸을 때만 해도 그냥 시골 진짜 조그만해서 앉혀도 장터죠. 그러면 옆집 옆 동네 사람 만나면 잘 사냐고 묻기도 하고 그런 식으로 근처 동네 사람들 안부 모이 묻는 그런. 나눔의 장, 대화의 장, 뭐 만남의 장 이렇게 해가지고 통체적으로 이 사람들이 모여가지고 그런 삶을 했던 거죠. friendly guy there. All right, uh, tell us a bit about what he said to you. So Mr. Park was telling me that these markets were not just places to buy and sell goods, but it was actually a meeting place, a place of sharing news and information. And I'm told electricity wasn't installed in Jeju homes until the 70s, 1970s. So in a culture that, yeah, predates electricity, the only way to get information and news was by talking to neighbors or at the market because that's where you could commonly meet people from other towns, right? So if you would, Alex, just bear with me a moment. Let me paint a picture 
of why the market was so important in this regard. So Jeju Island, we've, we've said before on the show, looks like a sweet potato, longer east to west. If you split the island in half horizontally, the north is technically called Jeju-si or Jeju City. The south is called Seogyepo-si or Seogyepo City. And then you have the big mountain, Mount Halasan smack dab in the middle. So locals, however, when they refer to Jeju-si or Seogyepo-si, they don't mean the halves. They typically mean the city centers. So where the airport is to the north and then where uh, like the, the populated city is to the south, Seogyepo City. Um, and then the two cities are directly op- opposite each other, north and south, like we saw in the map. So Jeju City, obviously is the most populated city on Jeju and then Seogipo is the second most so if you're looking at the map of Korea we know that Seoul right is always the first city in Korea to become modernized and that's kind of where all the action happens even now as an example advances in modern technology like electricity would trickle down from Seoul right but the thing is and I've been told this by uh, Jeju local the thing is as we know so Seoul is like located pretty high up South Korea, right? It's pretty north. So for anything Mm -hmm. to reach Jeju, it would first have to trickle all the way down the peninsula and then cross the ocean. (laughs) So Jeju's first point of contact with the mainland after so much time has passed would be where the seaport is in the past, right? Before we had airports. In other words, it was Mm. Jeju City. And that's true even today. Um, So on the days when the five-day market was open in Jeju City, it would be saved safe to assume that it would attract so many people from villages all around the island because that's where all the latest news would be like it was the place for the latest and greatest news and trends and everything that was going on at the time so i just thought it was like a cool picture of what it would have been like back in the day no kidding. So in part two, we'll be going over some of the specific five-day markets you can find on the island and then things you can find here that you won't be able to find anywhere else in Korea. <gasps> and there's no one actually more co- qualified to tell us that than Mr. Park, who not only is the president of the Jeju City five-day market, but he was born and raised in Jeju, and he's been in the five-day Ooh. market game for over 30 years as a seller. So when I asked him... If somebody asked me, who was not from the island, they wanted to visit the five-day market, but they were asking me what they need to get, what should I tell them? And Mr. Park tells us the must-buys. Oh, that's brilliant. All right, let's get it on the screen. Uh, wow, I'm so glad I ate during the break. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been terrible. Uh, I heard it wrong in the beginning. Yes. The first thing I thought he said was, oh, Chuchun, so recommendation, uh, 목걸이. I heard it wrong. 
He said mogulkori or mogori. Mo- Necklace or food stuff? Oh, food stuff. Food. <laughs> Uh, I heard I heard necklaces. I was like, wait, I don't remember this thing. <laughs> but no, I'm just my that's my terrible Korean. No, uh, tell Alex. us what he said and uh, give us some of that. Yes, it's terrible. Don't 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 say that. <laughs> no, no, the answer, Alex, is food. The answer is always food. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I do have an image of some of the things that he, a couple of the things that he was mentioning. Ooh. So the one food Mr. Park mentions in depth is the first that he mentioned is pintok, and we've talked about pintok many times on the show, but it's a food that's unique to Jeju and it's a thin buckwheat pancake wrapped around like lightly seasoned cooked radish and it it has a really long history here so he was telling us like a fun story where in the past moms wouldn't let their kids near when they were making bingtok because the kids would just eat them right off the pan and then there would be nothing left for anybody else so i feel like it's a very nostalgic type of food for jeju locals um it's not as popular with tourists uh as some of the other jeju dishes like black pork or anything like that it's not the most flavorful dish it's quite bland actually but to express it in korean right so that kind of means like it it, Mm. the the flavor palette is plain but it's quite inviting and you keep wanting more you're not satisfied eating just one like if you eat one your hand goes out for another one it's like that type of food right and it's really different from the rich flavors that we're used to today it's it's considered actually a well-being health food Right. Um, So maybe it'll get more popular in these times when people are looking towards that type of food. I don't know. Oh, great. So that's the top left that we're looking at right now. Yes. The deceptively delicious yet at first glance, first (laughs) bite, boring. But as you have a bite, now you got me thinking like it's some kind of anju or like some kind of chips Mm. that I'm eating with a makgeolli or something. It's just like you take a bite, you don't think twice, but then all of a sudden it's gone. And, yeah. And you, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> as you described. It's like all of a sudden, like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up, uh, yeah. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. is are you going to go top right yes. to the guksu? Is that where we're going next? Yep. Yeah. Sorry, what is that? Kogi guksu. I'm sure you've had it if you've been to Jeju. Absolutely. Yes. It's delicious. Yes, it's so good. So kogi guksu is a hot noodle dish served in a pork broth, and it's also very unique to Jeju. He uh, he mentioned, Mr. Park mentioned that it has a long history, and in the past it was just, you know, pork was cooked and it was boiled, and then you would take some of the broth and throw some noodles in there, and then it kind of transformed into uh, the flavor that it is today. But it's just so good. If you're ever in Jeju, I would say if you eat meat, then... You got it. You have to try. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other thing, now just he, yeah. For quick, quickly for the listeners, that that's a warm dish, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a warm noodle dish. Ooh, so good. So remember, good. Oh, winter time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Continue, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't dwell for the for the good of our our tongues and our mouths <laughs> um, but he also mentioned not food but he also mentioned me- medicinal herbs uh, that are unique to Jeju and I'm not familiar with with this medicinal herbs but um, I guess it's a thing that if you're at the Uyutang, uh in Jeju then some of the stuff that's only grown here or it's better here I don't know but then I, I also wanted to mention some honorable mentions uh are only considered honorable mentions because you can find it more readily on the mainland than the other. 
ones, um, mm-hmm. but they are, of course, citrus fruit and seafood. You'll find the freshest of the fresh seafood caught off the Jeju shores at the five-day markets because a lot of these are fish that were just caught that morning or the night before. And then the citrus fruit, obviously, um, prices are slightly better than on the mainland, but not too much. But you are guaranteed a fresh product, and many times you'll find that they have not been waxed like they are on the mainland. Mm. Uh, so, you know, that's it's good if you're looking for that type of product. Uh, and Mr. Park didn't mention it, but black pork, authentic black mm. pork, is also sold at a more affordable price at these markets. Yeah, those are great things. Every time I go there, I always get, like, a bag of... Uh, it. What's the official... Is it tangerine? Is it clementine? What's the official gule? Mandarins. Uh, the English translation of it. Mandarins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I all. I didn't, I didn't never knew this when I was in America. I don't know the difference. Honestly, I but don't they, either. <laughs> I always get a bag of them. <laughs> I always get a bag of them, even when I go on vacations by myself, and I will just eat them mm-hmm. throughout the trip, and carry it around with me. Yeah. I love getting any of the fruits down in Jeju, especially that. I think is. Yeah, getting fresh fruit is my favorite part. But guksu, though, close second. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's just something you have to do. So getting into the different five-day markets that you can find here, image number three, um, just kind of shows you Mm -hmm. the one that I visited. That's the Jeju Shi Minsook Oil Shijang. That's the biggest one on the island right next to the airport. This one is open on days ending on Two and seven. They have over 1,000 sellers on over 40,000 square meters of land. It is the biggest one in Jeju, but Mr. Park was telling me that he's pretty certain that it's the biggest in Korea, period. And they sell everything from fruits and vegetables to clothing, shoes, plants, and seedlings. They sell bedding. I think they even have a pet store. I mean, everything you want, they'll probably have. Um, it's actually my second favorite. Mm. Uh, my favorite is the one located in Seogipo. Uh, it's, I forget the official name. It's like Hyangto something, but it is located in Seogipo mm. City, south side of the island. It's the second largest. This one opens on days ending in four and nine. Um, and it's, it's my favorite because you can get everything you need, but it's a lot smaller and less crowded. Uh, so if you're looking for crowds, mm. though, well, if you want to talk about what's happening in the mainland and spread gossip, you might, yeah. Ooh, just yes. Plan oh, accordingly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, quick question, because yeah. I've never been there. I go to the mail, the everyday market mm. in Sogibo. Is yeah. that close to the five-day market? No, it's not. It's not. So the mail Okay, so market, I've not seen it. No. Yeah, the one you're talking about is closer to the coast, and this one is a little bit higher up. Mm, okay, mm. I'll have to make a point to get there next time uh, to kind of go out of the way mm-hmm. instead of just going to the generic five-day market, which is kind of also a little bit more aimed at tourists, I feel like, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So the one, the, the five-day market yeah, is more like The locals. everyday market, sorry, not the five-day market, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You got some other ones coming up too, right? Some other uh, smaller markets you can mention? Yeah, so some of the other markets include Halim. The seaport in Halim is actually the largest seafood port in Jeju. So if you're looking for like the biggest variety of seafood, then that's the one you might want to hit up. That one in Daejeong is a smaller market and it's very much like local, but it's the place to be if you're looking to get some of Jeju's famed yellowtail during the winter. And that happened not too long ago. Oh, I missed it. I'm so I was so bummed. My the person I went down with, she's not a fan. Yeah. 
of Yellowtail. So I missed oh. it. I was a little bummed. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> Going off top topic, that is a great area to go to for that Yellowtail in the winter. Yeah, I love the food down there. It's true. Yellowtail, you either hate it or you love it. Uh, but the Sewa Market on the northeast side of the island is probably like the most hip. Last I know, it, it had a pretty vibrant night market that was held once a month where uh, it didn't really have like a traditional feel, but it has more of a like a trendy feel because a lot of like Ooh. modern stuff and trendy stuff is sold. I don't know. I've never been. I've I've been told about it, but I've been meaning to check it out one, one day. Uh, some of the others include the one in Pyosan and Jungmun, Songsan and Hamdok. The ones other than the one in Jeju City and Seogipo City, the rest are considerably smaller. But um, if you're looking to get the local uh, traditional experience, then I would say hit up one of those for sure. Uh, in part three, I will be getting to some other types of markets. But before I do, I wanted to talk about a market within a market. Because within mm. the Jeju City five-day market, there is another market called Halmang Jangto or grandma's market and it's exactly as it sounds it's a market where all the sellers are <laughs> grandmas right and um, yeah, yeah it's so cute but before we get into the details i'll let mr park tell you a little bit about it and um the video clip does include just a brief conversation between him and one of the grandma sellers that i thought was really cute oh okay let's go ahead and get started Uh-oh, my <laughs> Korean was not up to par with that one at the end, uh, yeah. so you're going to have to do all the translations for that. Yeah, no worries, because... I have no idea either, and I'm probably betting that a lot of <laughs> Koreans probably didn't understand that either, because that was the Jeju, the Jeju dialect or the Jeju language that they were speaking in. So it's uh, mm -hmm. pretty famous for being quite different from standard Korean. Uh, it's just really difficult to understand. But basically what uh, Mr. Park was saying was that th this 할망장터 or 할머니장터, the grandma's market, is a is market space set aside specifically for people age 65 and older. It's open to the public, free to use, and it's kind of like a first-come, first-serve. So it's just open, and then if you have something to sell, you just bring your stuff, find uh, a platform, and then you can just sit down and start selling. Uh, they, he says that a lot of these ladies, they're usually ladies, um, uh, who they sell crops grown from their own gardens. So many times you'll find that they don't have an abundance of product, like you see in the picture. The top picture is one of the ladies that I met. She was in the video. Um, the bottom picture is an example of one of the platforms that I saw, uh, the the granny seller, this was all that she was selling. So this was stuff that she just plucked Aww. right from her garden. Um, but it's so, 
cheap. <laughs> you can, I don't know if you can tell in the picture, <laughs> but the carrots. I think that's at least seven carrots, and the whole basket is she's selling it for some ton on or three thousand won. Wow. Which is a steal because in the mart or in the big marts, uh, I think one is like 1,200 won or something like that. And so it's it's <laughs> quite affordable, quite affordable. Um, but let's do this. What if you wanted to visit a traditional market, but sadly you're unable to match the open dates? You mentioned that had happened to you before when you were in Taejong, mm -hmm. maybe. Right. So I have good news. Yeah. There are also daily markets on the island. First one is Dongmun Market. I have a picture of that. Dongmun Market is maybe the most well-known of the daily markets. It's the largest one and the oldest. Uh, it's located in the heart of Jeju City, not too far from the airport. And also, I'm not sure if they're still doing it uh, because the last time I visited was pre-COVID. But they have a really cool night mm. market that opens after 5 p.m., uh, and it's mostly like trendy food trucks. So if you're visiting Jeju and you need to do some last minute shopping for souvenirs or whatever else, Dongmun is perfect because it's open daily and it's just minutes away from the airport. So the picture you see is of the, the night market. Um, the second one yeah. I want to mention is the one we talked about, the Seogipo Meil Ole Market that is down south. Um, it's it's the second largest and it's located in the heart of Seogipo City or like city center. And this one is uh, like we talked about it, but it has less of a like a local traditional feel. It's it is more uh, mm. for tourists, I would say, or it's turned into that now. But still, for you can, me, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but you, still, you can get all of the essentials. You can get um, oh, they have really good duck. They have really good omegi duck. There's yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, there's so a good. place there that's really famous for their omegi duck. Um, but yeah, it's it's really great. Uh, I actually really like it, so I try to hit it up uh, whenever I'm in the area. And then the third one I wanted to mention is the Chungang Underground Shopping Center. So this one isn't like a traditional market. Mm -hmm. It's also in Jeju City, but it's more of a shopping center. So they, they don't sell any like fresh farm products or anything like that. But it's good for souvenirs or clothing or makeup, something if you want to stop by uh, real quick before you head over to the airport to pick up souvenirs or something. Well, this is great recommendations all around. What's Up in Jeju is supported by JDC, which is creating a free international city that resembles nature, embraces the future, and reaches the world. Arirang Radio.